Welcome back to the Sporting Goss. Well, one man who always gives us his time is SBS cycling commentator and expert Matt Keenan. And he would have set up through uh, Stage 3 with a difference on the Tour de France. Matt, as we welcome you, give me one word to describe Stage 3. Carnage. That is the word I had written down right in front of me. <laughs> Great minds. Matt, tell us what happened to a couple of key Aussies. Uh, so we had Jack Haig, who was sitting in sixth position overall, and with about six or seven kilometres to go, he got taken out in a crash, really heavy fall. Jack broke his collarbone, taken off in an ambulance, unable to finish the stage. Simon Clark was also involved in that crash, picked himself up, made it to the finish line. What? to go. Caleb Ewan was about to pound. He touched the wheel of the rider in front of him. He crashed as well, took a heap of bark off his back, mm. broke his collarbone also, and he won't be starting the next stage. Yeah, it looked very, very nasty. Some of the pictures, the live pictures we saw on SBS and some of the still shots we've seen too. I mean, really, those uh, the, their, uh, bike, uh, their, their bike outfits and their, their, their shoulders, their backs. I mean, it's uh, unbelievable. And certainly we're on the green whistle when they were being loaded into ambulances. A couple of other key riders in the race also came a-crashing down, didn't they? Peter Sagan, uh, Roglic went down, Garrett Thomas also. So it's, they didn't miss anyone. No, Tade Pogacar, who won the race last year, he got caught up in a fall, lost a couple of seconds as well. You're right, they didn't miss many at all. And in fact, a lot of the riders weren't too happy with the race organisation, with how dangerous the last eight kilometres were in particular. Caleb's crash was a normal racing incident. The one with Garant Thomas, likewise. That there was a bunch of them, Primoz Roglic, who you mentioned, second last year, the one with Jack Haig, that was the result, I believe, of an irresponsible course. That stage, it would be okay in the third week. But on the third day, there's just way too much tension in the Tour de France. And I think it was just an irresponsible course. And that made a huge contribution to the amount of crashes that we saw. Okay, so are we talking irresponsible because of the speed of which they're going and the non-separation? Or, I mean, just explain to our listeners uh, what that the, means. So, okay, so the, the road was too narrow. Yep. It was... There was, it was two white, you know, windy, twisty roads, small little country road where you still got 180 riders within the peloton yep. and everybody's fresh and they believe they can be at the front. Whereas by the third week, things have calmed down a little bit. The peloton's found its pecking order. We know who's sitting where in terms of the race for the yellow jersey, but there's just too much tension. They knew there were going to be crashes, so much so that the riders before the stage started, they put in a request that, you stop the clock in the race for the yellow jersey at eight kilometres to go. They got no response at all from the race officials. All right, so the fallout's uh, going to continue right there. Who is uh, some of the Aussies? And I know we mentioned about uh, the 10 that started. We're down to, I think, eight now, and we'll see how Clark goes in getting to the start line again for stage four. Uh, the best perform Aussie so far after three stages? Uh, well... It was Jack Haig with him to go on stage three. Unfortunately, he's no longer in the race. Matthews is still looking good, potentially. Ben O'Connor got through yesterday. He's looking good. I can't wait to see him on, on stage five. So not tonight, but tomorrow. And Simon Clark is going to keep looking for breakaways to try and pick his victory. Good on you, Matty. Appreciate your time always here on Sporting Goss on SEN. And you can see your action tonight. What time is it on the telly tonight, stage four? 8.30. And where are we going? From where to where? Uh, that's a good question. I'm just sure that. Yeah, I know it's 150 kilometres. I know that much. And it goes from Redon uh, to Forgeray. Oh, of course it does. Good on you, Matty. Appreciate your time. Thanks, mate. <laughs> He's a good man. Caught him on the hop. That doesn't happen very often. Matty Keenan from SBS Cycling. He is the best in the business. And he's always kind enough to give us some time on the Sporting Goss.